Welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness with Dana and Kat. Together, we give a new voice to kinky sexual wellness. We're not your average wellness advocates, so let's peel back the layers of kinky wellness and talk about it. In honor of our 69th episode, Kat and I are actually covering requests that one of our listeners sent in, which is everything to do with our belly buttons. Uh, To be honest, the request was sent at the end of April, but when I tried to email that person back, it bounced back saying that the email doesn't exist. So if you're still listening, this episode is dedicated to you and your fiance and congratulations again. Um, But we're going to dive into all things belly button related. Yeah. Do you know, it actually does have a name to have a fetish for your belly button. Yes. The navel, there's actually, I saw three of them. What is it? Elvin Ophelius. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, I, I, sorry if I butchered it here, but Elvin, Elvin Ophelius, I'm going to put that in the comments. Yes, because people can, to your question, can someone orgasm from your belly button? Yes. The question is, the answer is yes to your question. I was going to say, so when I was doing my research, it kept coming up more with the female body than the male body. So apparently you can also stimulate the clip through belly button um and also a spot right underneath that can be yes because um, it said like, core as well so I yeah my research said that women can and men can't because it's how it's related is it's connected to your vagus nerve which is a branch like structure that connects uh to your brain to your cervix via your belly button and it can actually do through your core so some people when they're doing workouts at the gym can yes. experience an orgasm Ooh, yes and that also makes sense why sometimes it feels a lot more heady or like what is it more powerful orgasm if you press on the spot underneath your belly button as well but yes well some people like they said that sometimes even madonna i guess in an in an interview um let me see sorry where is that actual fact yeah in 1985 madonna brought some attention by saying when she plays with it it feels like a new like a shooting up her spine yeah so that's what the research was saying is some people have that connection so strong that even putting your fingers in your belly button you can feel a tingle down there like going off and like oh my gosh that's hot that's hot I'm excited Mm, that's very interesting because I know you can do it with your nipples as well but yeah so we had some questions yes that we were asked to cover for this episode so would you like to begin So yes, the first one, as we just answered, is you can certainly get um, an orgasm from the belly button, but because it also shares some of the same tissues of your genitalia. So that is also exciting because it's an erogenous zone because it has multiple nerve endings. And really when it comes to belly button play, the goal is to excite the nerves around the entire area. And, but it's, don't put too much pressure on it. So there is some things that you need to be aware of if you are going to it. Some risks to playing with your belly button is that you don't want to push down too hard on it because too much pressure obviously can just hurt you. But also if you don't clean it properly, you're, you need your navel to be as dry as possible because if you play with anything, cause they do mention different types of sensation and things to play with like inside of eating and like slurping things up, you need to keep it as dry to avoid fungus infections, fungal yeah. infections. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. So as somebody who has got a piercing, like having to clean it quite regularly is a thing. Mm -hmm. And you need, there's no guarantee that this method is going to work for everybody. So I do want to stress that. So don't worry if you don't. But um, to another point that they make, like I do want you, anybody who feels like this, like we really need to normalize loving our entire bodies because he had mentioned that we kind of feeling conscious about it. And it's, it's, 
it's crazy to me how we've been normalized to only love certain parts of our body and belly button just unfortunately isn't one of them, even though you can still get an orgasm in some people, which is such like an unexplored zone and area of your body. Yeah, even though liking somebody with abs and like the navel itself is a really normal thing to find attractive on people. Yeah, like those lines, those cut lines that go down. Yeah. Whatever you're called. The v- they're called the Venus dips, I think they're called. Oh, yeah. I heard a nickname for them. They were called cum gutters. <laughs> That's what my friend calls hers as well. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I'm like, mine are under all of the chocolate that I eat. <laughs> but you had some questions that you found. You found the sensations. Yeah, so I focus on a lot of the sensation play. Um, with one of them asking about how to do a proper raspberry um, on the belly button. And one of the things, I found it quite interesting because I got, it wasn't until I was looking at how to do it and like reading, it's so close to how you eat out a person. You think about it, you apply your lips against against the skin, suction and you're blowing and like the only difference is you're blowing but your tongue is against the skin as well Mm -hmm. and then obviously how hard you blow is what makes the noise um and obviously it can be ticklish it can be pleasurable you can swell your tongue as you're doing it for a bit of added sensation it's very much like cunnilingus just a little bit more noisier is what I (laughs) realized well that's the thing about belly but oh you go Sorry, I was going to say, well, that's the thing about belly button plays that can be used during the beginning, middle and end. Like it's a foreplay or the main event for some people. And also, I do think that you could use it as aftercare as like a body massage on your stomach. I think that massages are underappreciated on this type of area as well. No, I agree. And um, so, yeah, so one of the additional to this question was they asked, is it weird to do it? Because it is a thing. Raspberries are things that get you know, you think of childhood, you think of play, like, you know, when you're wine making babies giggle, is it a weird to do it as an adult? And I think, well, no, it's not. Like, so long as you and your partner are consenting and you're both getting something out of it, whether you're getting pleasure, whether you're getting sensation, whether you are getting, as a if we look at it as a form of aftercare or as a form of warming up before a scene, if it helps you guys have a connection, no, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like I know people who still enjoy biting and that's still a, that's seen as quite a normal thing to do still. It yeah, isn't I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah, I do. I show affection by biting people. It yeah. really annoys my best mate when I bite our shoulder, but it's love, <laughs> you know. Love language. Yeah, it's a love language. I wish that was. Music and body <laughs> are fine. But I think it's, it's an intimate act that you do with your partner. I think so long as you both can enjoy it, no, there is nothing wrong. Uh, which leads into the um, second one, which is, could you incorporate tickling um, and a form of tickling around the belly button? And I think, um, yes, you can. So when I went looking for help on like how you could incorporate it in, it was very much the idea of like, you tickle the sides more gently than you would when you're doing the belly, like the raspberry on the belly button. And it adds to more of a tickling sensation. Uh, the only thing I would say as a warning for this is um, obviously if your partner is a, it gets quite squirmy when they are being tickled, 
Uh, just make sure that you're out of the way of all flailing limbs. <laughs> that will very quickly put an end to whatever you're trying to do. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is uh, for added sensation, tickle the sides. Um, and you can incorporate the sensations of play by using a feather as a way to stimulate a swell on the belly button and inside the belly button itself as you are doing ras um, raspberries on a parasum. Well, to your point about how we always relate this back to childhood, that's the thing about it too, what I always bring into imagination. It's like this invisible line between what you're allowed to do based on like this number that we're given. Oh, now you're reached a certain age. You can't enjoy this anymore, which I find ridiculous because there's no harm in it. And I also feel like you can connect through it, but it also gives a lot of like, life's not so serious. Like this is playful. This is going back to our childhood feelings. I do think we should be bringing more of the things that we enjoyed from our childhood back into our adult play. That's the beauty of BDSM and kink and just sexual wellness and kinky wellness in general. Yeah. I think also as well, it really brings into this idea that People believe sex needs to be serious. Oh, even if you do impact play, even if you do BD, it has to be this super serious thing. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. Sex is about connection and it's about connecting with your partner. You can giggle during sex. You can tickle during sex. So long as everybody consents. And I think that is the biggest thing. So long as everybody consents and everybody is on the same page. If your partner doesn't like being tickled, no, they're not going to enjoy it if you tickle them. Yeah. You know, and I think that is that is a conversation about it. It's about, like you said, imagination and childhood and wonder and bringing that sense of fun and joy and that like innocent joy into sex should also be there as well. Well, there was uh, some points to it. It's like you can actually do so much with it. You can show it off or you can decorate it through sequins, body paint, edible paint, belly chains, removable body piercings. If you don't have your belly button pierced, even the clothes we wear, the crop tops, low rise pants, midriffs, like we have this type of fashion where it does show off that area of your body. And now that I like kind of now that I see this, it's I didn't realize how much there was actual interest in the belly button just like on a foot fetish level no I agree it's I think it's such uh like you said we have so much that we do about the belly button and the navel within our day-to-day within fashion within different things that it is interesting to remember that actually yeah to find out that there is also a kink about it and a fetish side of it was quite interesting for me because I just it's, uh, you know, I got my belly button pierced when I was 13. I and mean, then I've just never thought about it again and just mm-hmm. gone, oh, something I've got. Um, I would love to be that person that could orgasm through their belly button. I would not say that's me. I tried it. I was like, can I do anything? <laughs> I was like, I don't really feel nothing going on. No, every time, I'll be honest. Every time I think about it, I get like that weird squirmy feeling in my stomach but not in an arousal way. It's in that, oh, I don't really like it kind of way. Well, so if you enjoy it, enjoy away. To that point, your belly button is the first form of body trauma that you get from the cut yes. of the umbilical cord. Now there's actually a lot of like through even, if you have digestive issues, it's actually in yoga, there's some things that they taught us that if you put your fingers together and you put them in your belly button and you slowly twist, you can break up pressure and things inside your belly button. And so on a health level, I think that people should pay attention to your abdomen area, especially if you do have digestive issues and it is something worth looking into if that's something that you suffer from. 
No, I agree. When I was looking at um, ways to stimulate it with like fingers and stuff, because I was I was like, first thing I'm going to do before I answer any of the questions about sensation is like, can you actually orgasm? It was a very, they did a lot of talk about like acupuncture as well and very similar kind of motions. And that's where it can help you form it. Um, so and yeah, cupping but- would be a good sensation play. I think that you could do on your stomach. Like, and that's a beginning, middle or an end thing, depending on what it is, especially aftercare, if you want to relax your body. Yeah, I know a few people who do enjoy getting, like enjoy their navel being cut, like the cupping of that. It's very relaxing, especially if you get quite tense in the abdomen. So yeah, no, I agree on that one. I just, for me, I was like, not, not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was very fascinating. But um, you can also use ice cubes in the temperature play that he had mentioned for sure. Just make sure that you're using soy candles, like not just don't buy your candles off the shelf, guys. Please stop doing yeah. that. Please research your candles. They need to be specific and don't use ones with artificial dyes, guys. It's so yeah. bad for you. There is, if you look on, to be, if you look on most sex shops or sex, like sex toy websites, they will have the the correct types of candles that you can use. They are specifically used to make sure that while you get sensation, you are not going to give yourself or your partner third degree burns. Mm-hmm. That is not sexy, guys. Safety is the name of the game. Like Safety. that's the thing too. Your plan and prep needs to come in. I think when it comes to belly button play, especially if you're using food, it gets yeah. messy quick. Like make sure you have extra sheets down if you're going to do oh. something like that and make sure you clean out your belly button really, really well and dry it. Yes. Cause one of the things that came up, so I had to look at different things you could use was obviously like champagne. I was like, Ooh, fancy. Ooh, Chocolate. a special occasion belly button play. <laughs> I know. Could do it. You could use it if you got an Alti. You could definitely use it to um, propose to someone. You could just put the ring on top of the Alti <laughs> with a little belly holder. <laughs> that would be so cute. Um, one of the weirdest ones I saw was ketchup, and the only reason was I was like the smell. Yeah, ketchup. <laughs> so, we've all, you know, when you've like, because all I can think of is you know when ketchup gets tacky, and I was First like, oh. That no. shit's gross. It's disgu- It's not good for you guys. First of all, oh, stop eating ketchup. Like, don't eat it. It's bad for you. <laughs> honey was another one I heard. You can drizzle honey and lick it out. But again, I think, like you said, it is remembering if you use especially something that is quite tacky and has a habit of leaving a residue, clean. Clean mm. before, clean after, and then double clean it again because the last thing you need is a fungal infection and having to explain to your doctor how honey got in your belly button. Yes. I think that I, I think people underestimate fungal infections because you can get them even when it's just, first of all, maybe TMI it's not, but I used to be that girl that sat in her towel wrapped around her for hours. And I got a fungal infection just in a straight line around my completely where I used to sit with my towel. Yeah. And when I went in to the doctor, he looked at me and he didn't, he just said, let me guess. You're one of the, and he said that to me. That's why I say it. You're one of those girls that sit in your towels, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, stop doing that. And that's, what's giving you this. It's the same as like people are, because we spend a lot of time wearing our headphones now. It's why things like ear infections and getting infections in the ear canal is becoming really normal because people are having their headphones in for too long. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. And it obviously it gets it gets like hot and it gets wet in there and it kind of, it does that. 
talk about TMI, like you can get it as well if you've got your nipples pierced. So I I don't have anything, thank the Lord, but um, I had to date, I had to take out my nipple bars and clean them um, because I noticed that they were starting to get a bit manky. I do it often anyway. Um, but oh my God, my nipple was aching. I was <laughs> like, it's, it's always a weird sensation when you take it out anyway. It's like, mm. But um, yeah, just because of that, people leaving things in for too long and people do it with navel bars where they forget to clean behind it and end up getting um, it. I do realize that alongside talking about um, our guest, um, the guest episode, we have also gone into the whole thing of being clean alongside belly button stimulation. So I hope we've been really helpful on all sides of it so you can do before during and after belly button fun (laughs) yes well i got some good facts about it too so for instance in india the belly button is seen as a sensatious or erotic part of the body so we have other cultures that look at it the same way that we look at tits and ass right so they come out with you know their stomachs out and like a hot navel and a sari so that makes total sense that it would be like a culture thing. So maybe not not so much in the West that we view it as much as like in India as the erotic part of the body, but it is, it is. I think we do. Maybe we don't necessarily. Subtly. Yeah. We don't focus on the belly button specifically, but we focus on the navel. So much of our fashion is focused, especially as women around framing that area your high-waisted jeans stop just below your navel yeah unless you're me and I'm really short and I've got like high high high-waisted jeans where they come up to my ribs but you know what I mean like no but I do think that they know that when they make our clothes I do think that it's one of those things like somebody knows that it's an erotic part of the body but they're not they haven't really verbalized it out to us because even in the 1970s there's a short-lived be- short-lived belly button magazine of which there was only two issues and they oh. were covered by the Kinsey Institute and it literally was everything to do about sexual acts in the navel like just a magazine straight up for it and there's only two issues but who cares somebody went out of their way enough to be like I want a magazine dedicated just to this I love it that's amazing and I think as well like we did yeah we put a lot of focus on that area of the body like how much do we for even like when we talk about the perfect body shape mm. your navel plays a big role in how you view that yeah whether yeah you've got abs whether you don't well we focus a lot on the stomach in general about like what yeah. it shouldn't you're right like is it is it flat is it a flat stomach? Like, is it a flat? And even the innie and the Audi comment that he made. So some people have not seen an Audi yeah. belly button. And so you can get excited about it. And I think that that could be a reason why. And I think that's fair when you don't, when you haven't seen something before and you're like, wow, that's so interesting. I love it. I think it's so cute. Cause it is more than just yeah. a cute scar. Yeah. I was going to say with the whole Audi thing, when it comes to things like with the raspberry, I think you can do it completely the same. But when it does things like sucking on it um, and stuff like that, I do think you'll get added sensation. So maybe don't go as hard. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like with the nipples, I think. Like less is more sometimes. Yes. Well, there's like around the world, there seems to be a lot of things. So in Japan, they had an annual belly button festival that started in 1969, which is funny because that's our 69th episode. 
Um, and it was a festival that would unite the community. And so that's why they chose the navel. Cause we all have a, like, you know, a belly button and a, I thought that was so cute. That is so cute. I really love that. Oh, yeah. And then again, in 2012, navel fetishism was the second most popular fetish searched on Google as per their global monthly averages. So those the second, like, I know that's 10 years ago, but still that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause you think like, we've only just really thought about it for this episode because we got asked to look into it. Yet there's people who have been well, we have Look cultures that are dedicated to it, that work around there, and they don't focus on the yeah. ticks and ass the way that we do over here. So I do think that it culture plays into it. And again, culture plays into how we view our bodies, like what yeah. is deemed acceptable or weird to like and what is not. Yeah. And yeah, these are very, like the body parts are all very common things that we have. It's like with foot fetishes and people enjoying toes. Yeah, well, I think I th they're little beans, little beans, a whole joke about that. And an Audi could be a little bean as well, like in its own way. Little cute little bean. Oh, I love but that. Mine's got a scar above it. I've got like, so I had a hernia when I was born. So I've got a scar. It's why I got a bit piercing, but um, I forget that I've got it. The only reason I had to remember again was uh, my friend waxes me. And as he was waxing, waxing me, I was just in like a little crop top. And he was like, oh, you've got a scar over and like on your stomach. Did you know about that? And I was like, yeah, I had a hernia when I was born. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so I think I've got a very dull, like that area has always been quite dull for me because I'm like, because I have scar tissue there, so... Well, I do think that people need to consider if they are thinking about piercing their stomach, because I knew a girl where she got her stomach pierced and her body rejected it. And then it was two little claws looking pieces of skin that had not reconnected after her body pushed out the piercing. So she, yeah, like people need to understand that sometimes your body is not going to accept the piercings we give it. Yeah, it's the same for tattoos. If you get tattoos across like certain parts of your body, it will reject, it can reject ink. Um, saying that my stepdad actually has his belly button tattooed he's oh, got wow. his stomach it is the trashiest thing I've <laughs> ever seen a white man have uh, that's it, hilarious he was born of the year of the snake he has got a snake across his stomach mm -hmm. or it looks more like a as I call it his water dragon because he's put on weight <laughs> um and then my friend went, that's really trashy. What, does he have another one that says made in Plymouth on him? And I was like, yeah, right underneath. So he's got a snake that incorporates the belly button. And then he's got made in Plymouth tattooed on right underneath the snake. That's hilarious. Right? And we judge women for getting butterfly tattoos on the bottom of their back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm like, you don't get to call a woman's tattoo our tramp stamp when you have got the white trashiest tattoo I have ever seen. That's jokes. I think yeah. that what I think the belly button is an underrated area of the body. I think the stomach in general um yep. really is because I think that's an area that you should be massaging more often. Like we talk about massaging, like I've, you know, I see little babies, like their whole body massages and how good it is for your body. And then you go up and like little kids get massages. And then at some point you become an adult and we miss it, but there's a lot of internal organs down there that need care and attention. And you can actually find out a lot of issues that are wrong with you through pushing down on pressure points in various areas of your stomach. So that's why yeah. it's so important that when you do enter this type of play is don't go too hard because there are organs underneath there. You guys need to be aware of, and you don't want to hurt 
hurt anything, irreversibly damage on that. Yeah, it's the same with like inserting things in, being careful not to go too deep just because you can cause pain, you can cause issues with the stomach and also you can get dirt trapped under that. And for a really sad part, like as I was going into this, there is some dark sides to this. A Vice article quoted that sex workers from Turkey said that men would try to forcibly have sex with their wives through their navel to the point where it would bleed. So that's definitely an assault. But yeah, like that's in, that's a culture out in Turkey that Vice did about navel and how they treat it out there. And again, it comes down to another culture because I've never heard complaints or situations like that out here. In Canada, and I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but I've ne- like that specifically came out of Turkey. I've never heard about people trying to like put a penis in that. I've heard about people, obviously in the West, it's a big joke about, you know, people getting it in the wrong hole, but <laughs> that, that's usually well away from the naval area. But mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's sad. That's, yeah. really, that's, a, that's a dark note. Yeah, so it's definitely don't go over it because it could affect your partner's gut or make them gaseous in case you're just wondering about that in case something comes out and you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but also like in a sense that if you are feeling kind of gassy, maybe right work on your stomach. Like maybe you could help yourself that way too. Agreed, agreed. And also with massages, that can help with people who are gassy as well. So oils, like make sure you get a proper massage oil for you and like look into more organic things because the chemicals that are inside some of these oils and toys, it's just, man, it's fucking sabotage on its own right. Yeah, I agree. It's look for natural stuff. If you know any like natural, like brands that work very well on like sustainable ones and stuff that's probably better for your skin you're less likely to have a reaction you're less likely to have nastiness on your body so I think that is something because I I would like if my husband wanted raspberries and like stomach play I'd be down to like do that for someone but I don't think that me personally I don't get a lot of stimulation out of it I've already tried like I just mentioned that but I don't think because I don't it's not like one of my favorite areas to get attention to but I think I would use it more for the aftercare like massages and cupping and warm sensation of wax play on your skin I think that that would be nice and more of like a healing aspect to if like when I incorporated in, it would be part of probably my aftercare. No, I can see that. I think that that would be the same for me, especially the idea of like having a partner hold me and putting their hands on my stomach would be that I would enjoy that, but not the, not the act itself. I'm the opposite. Like for me, like I said, like I thought about it and I already got that all feeling. However, mine and my nipples like I've got very sensitive nipples if it's a partner doing it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think it is it's like you said not everybody has got the sensation I think it is just to do with the way the body is yeah Um, but I don't like being tickled anyway I don't like I never liked raspberries um as a kid I was that child that was ah and then accidentally kicked my sibling in the face you know the normal things that's funny well (laughs) I think that people need to bring attention to their stomach, especially because we battle such like weight issues in just society in general. So I think that people tend to shy away from giving their stomach attention. And even in the last, like the one podcast that we did for the book, um, 
people suck in their stomach during sex sometimes if they're self-conscious. So we have issues out here in the West with how we view our stomach. Yeah. And yet we've got massive gut health. Like our massive gut. Yeah. uh, Like the amount of people who, because your gut is also connected to your mental health as well. So like people with severe anxiety and depression, you are likely to have IBS or to develop um, issues with being able to handle certain foods. I say as a lactose intolerant who absolutely loves cheese. (laughs) But it is, yeah, I think the whole area is something we need to be more careful, like more, more considerate to. I think, yeah, it definitely needs more attention. And I'm glad that we got this request in for the belly button. As much as we're giving you guys information, I can tell you that I certainly learned a lot and I definitely appreciate all the requests or any requests that anybody gives in because it gives us an opportunity to learn and grow and share this information. And maybe, maybe there's someone out there that realizes that, oh my God, I can get an orgasm from touching myself there. Holy fuck. And that's the whole point about talking about sex is spreading pleasure around. Yes, having open communication about pleasure is definitely needed. So if you guys do, let us know how you stimulate your belly buttons. Please yes, do. Please and if you do. have any ideas, please do as well. We're always looking for new ideas for episodes. <laughs> but thank you so much for that. And I hope we answered all your questions and gave you everything that we could find out about belly button play and have yourself a great day. Bye. Well, that's it for us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. You can find me at thepartition underscore life. And you can find Katrina at underscore satisfied cat. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. And as always, stay kinky.